You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, From the AfterBuzz studios in Los Angeles, California, and streaming live on Ustream, this is AfterBuzz TV for True Blood. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest True Blood news and gossip. If you'd like to buzz in on tonight's show, you can buzz us at 424-256-1729. That's 424-256-1729. And now, picking up where the show leaves off, and the buzz continues, it's AfterBuzz TV for True Blood! What's up all you star studs and after buzzers? I'm your host, Maria Canellis, and I'm here with... Sarah Stratton. And I'm very excited to say that our studio is getting more and more fabulous. I almost want to kind of just go over here and, and lay down, you know. Just oh, the like, pillows on the wall. Yeah, they're actually really soft. Like, they're not fake pillows. Like, they're actually, like, cushiony. They're so nice. And they're uh, either nice or they're trying to tell us we're insane and need padded walls. <laughs> I think that's that's what we were going for more. Yeah. No, Jesse, really? I love you guys. Really? I love you guys. But, no, we actually have a couple more uh, new things that we're going to be adding to the studio. But this uh-huh. is just one of the first steps. Yeah? Okay. So get ready. What other fun stuff? Can we talk about that? No, I'm going to leave you for a surprise. But next week, I can guarantee you there will be other goodies added to the studio. All right. Well, you know, do you have, like, uh, airbrush vision for days that I'm looking a little tired? Could we have that? On, you you know, never so? look tired. <laughs> no. you know, I appreciate we'll just get, that. Like, pictures of our face and put them over. <laughs> <laughs> this is when I look fabulous. Uh, not so much. We, ha- we have fabulous. CGI that will be... <laughs> Placing in for the ladies tonight. I would love that. You know, can I just sometimes be an avatar? Just be an avatar. There we go. For I an mean, episode. That, that blue makeup. Werewolves just, or something. Yeah. Tied yeah, into the show. Yeah. Why not? I'm actually, I'm doing a shoot this week, a photo shoot. And I'm really excited. It's for this DVD um, company that I'm working with. It's called Code Red DVD. And um, I'm going to be, I'm basically Elvira hosting these DVDs and they'll be out later in August and you can just go to coderedDVD.com and I get to be a vampire this week. Well, that's super excited. Are they going to do everything? Are they going to give you like the big cape thing? I'm not going to really have a cape. I'm going to have a silver staff that my dad's making for me and then I'm also going to have um, fangs and just blood and like blood down my chest. And I'm so excited because I'm shooting in my hometown of Ottawa, Illinois, and it's the first time I'm ever shooting there. So I'm really oh, excited nice. about it. You know, good to see your family and everything. Oh, yeah. I'll see my family. But I will be posting photos, um, behind-the-scenes photos, on my Twitter, which is Maria L. Canellis. What's your Twitter? I do not have a Twitter. Oh, I'm dude. out of that loop. You gotta have a Twitter. I do need to get one. I just isn't that one so of the Ten Commandments we got for After Buzz? TV? I hide it from After Buzz, so I'm really <laughs> sad that you brought it up. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> just make one up. I know. I need you know? to. And and for and my sister, she she has a Twitter, and she doesn't like a lot of people to follow her, so she blocks people. <laughs> but that would be my problem. I'd feel bad, so I'm gonna be like, oh, it's fine, it's fine. And then then, be then like, you just oh. play dumb. Then you're like, what? It didn't follow you. I don't know. I don't know what's going on. I don't really understand technical stuff. At least that's what I do. So yeah. <laughs> Try that for After Buzz. We, um, we actually have big news coming up in the next couple of weeks. Um, I can't say too much about it, but we'll know more and more week to week. Um, it might involve a new show. It might involve a couple people coming in and um, hosting the show with me. And we'll just put it this way. It's something very near and dear to my heart. So, so come back. Uh, yeah. Us again come next back week. And we'll have some surprises for you. Yeah. Lots and lots of surprises. And, you know. I- After Buzz Oh, my gosh. Hi, there goes my ears. Holy cow. That's loud. Was that the exclusive one? Or that, that was just no, After no, Buzz? No, that was just 
excited after buzz. Yes. When I, when I, whenever my computer gets excited, he just blurts that <laughs> out. Okay. <laughs> well, I'm glad that whenever certain people get excited, they don't just blurt stuff out as well because that would be weird. I would not like that yeah. at all. Just I'm, saying. And next time, maybe you could warn us just, just a little just, bit. You know. That takes the fun out of it. <laughs> It takes the fun out of using our ears and having eardrums left. Um, we are doing True Blood Season 5. No, Season 4, Episode, episode five. 5. There we go. And then I love you. I, I hate, hate you. you. I hate you. I love you. There you go. All right. This one's not right. So, And I have the memory of a former wrestler. Oh, wait. I was. Um, so I could not remember what that was. Great episode or not so great episode? What do you think? I mean, I don't want to skip ahead. I'm going to say great episode just because of the Eric Sookie thing. <laughs> that just makes it a great episode. Honestly, they could have done everything wrong, and I would have said it was great. Um, about everything else, like I don't know what you want to start with. I'm going to say that it was pretty good. Not yeah. their best, but pretty good. There was a lot of God references and a lot of dreaming. And I didn't like the dreaming so much. I was like, what's going on? I have supernatural people and I have crazy people and then I have dreams. And I just I felt and, like I was hallucinating. And then you're trying to remember at the episode, yeah. wait, what actually happened and which ones were mm-hmm. actually dreams? Because they would have the dream sequences and then they'd have the real sequence. <laughs> like, wasn't the whole scene with Jason and Jessica and Hoyt. That was real, right? That was. No. Yes, no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a cheerleader by the bed going, yay! I mean, I would have been fine with it up until the last two seconds of that dream where all of a sudden it was Hoyt on top of Jason instead of <laughs> Jessica and on top of Jason. Could you just imagine that whole scene and like Hoyt is like, you know, on top of him or whatever and he's like acting it out. Oh and my her God. feminine poses <laughs> and everything. All right, we'll get to that a little bit more. But, um, at the very beginning, of course, they have to start us off with a bang. Uh, Tommy kills his parents. Yeah. Just. And honestly, like, I was watching it, and I think it's horrible, but... And he went a little out of control. Like, what happened was Jolie snuck up behind him at the uh-huh. very end of last episode, is choking him with, like, a sterling silver chain. The whole time I was kind of thinking in the back of my head, why don't you, like, shift into a mouse and right. run out of the chain or yeah. something and then, like, switch into, or switch into, like, a lion? I don't know. It seems pretty simple to me. But anyway, or a crocodile, you know, something you can get out of a chain. You can change your whole body. Yeah. But he doesn't do that. Instead, he fakes. It seems like he fakes passing out. And then two seconds later, he takes the chain off his neck and puts it around Jolie. Yeah. And then his mom started like trying to save Jolie. And of Mm -hmm. course, he gets um, Tommy gets all frustrated and ends up killing the both of them. Yeah. And he's de- he's definitely sorry over his mom, mm-hmm. but I don't think he really cares. Like, he knows he did a bad thing with Jolie, but mm-hmm. overall, I don't think he feels too bad about no. killing him. And I, I'm just surprised he didn't do it sooner, actually. I am, too. And honestly, I think it's, it is self-defense. He tried yeah. to kill you. He's probably going to—he wanted to, like, keep him there to fight in dogfights. It's kind of, like— I see, like, how it could happen, you know? Yeah. It's still self-defense. He, like, went after him. Yeah, he took it to the extreme by killing them. Mm-hmm. But he was just fighting back. So yeah. I can't really blame him too much. No, I actually kind of liked <laughs> Those characters to me were so annoying. So annoying. There was nothing... Uh, there was no redeeming quality whatsoever with either of them. So it's like, why even keep them around? And plus, it's kind of nice. I'm sorry for the actors that no longer have this job, mm-hmm. but I'm sure they'll bring you back as ghosts or something eventually. But, I mean, it was time for them to go. I like it mm-hmm. when they lose characters on shows sometimes. Mm-hmm. because Sometimes it's needed. Yeah. You need the gross for other ones. And you need the normal part of things. Like, if if somebody's trying to kill you, you try and do something back to them. And he went overboard, but who cares? I mean, and I think that this now is going to create a definite bond between him and Sam because, you know, Sam just confessed, I killed two people too. Who did he kill again? I can't remember. Okay, it was a long time ago and it's mm-hmm. actually, like, it's only shown in a flashback. We never actually oh, see yeah. it happen. Uh-huh. And it was that he killed um, this girl who pretended to be his girlfriend, I believe, mm-hmm. and then her real boyfriend. 
And basically, her and her boyfriend had this plot to steal yeah. money from Sam. Mm-hmm. And they did that through her being, like, seductive and, like, seducing him and all this stuff. So he freaks out. And I think I want to say that they both were ready to, like, kill each other. And then, like, Sam, he did it. And so huh. he murdered both of them. And that was before he started more lots. It was, like, yeah. in between his, like, crazy bad life and this. So in my opinion, yeah, the whole thing kind of put them on the same level. Yeah. You know, they both had these crazy childhoods, mm-hmm. were almost off on their own, like, doing mischief. And now they both killed two people. And I would say it's close to the same age, like, when Sam killed people mm-hmm. and when Tommy did. So he's, like, they're bringing them together. Like, they're making them able to be on the same level each, with each other because we've always seen, like, Sam is kind of being, like, I'm superior, and Tommy's like, mm-hmm. oh, well, I'm this bored kid. And now they're kind of evening out to me. Why does Sam always come across a little evil to me? He did come across evil in this episode. Like, some he's nice, and then some he's like that, that uh-huh. look. like That, that I'm going to do something bad look. Mm-hmm. It's that why. I've done a lot of bad, and I'm eh. not telling everyone. Look. Uh-huh. Yeah, and then I wanted to make a comment about you yeah. mentioned how, like, those two characters, the parents had no redeeming qualities. Mm-hmm. And I totally noticed that, too. And they even, like, vocal, like, it's so clearly shown in that scene. Because the mom is just being like, oh, I'll let you beat my son. But mm-hmm. two seconds later, I'm actually going to fight you if you try and beat my abusive husband. Yeah. It, it's it's a crazy relationship. So and, I'm glad they're you know, gone. The, the Knuppins came to you. It Knupped. Uh, but yeah, I'm I'm glad that they're gone. I'm very interested to see what happens with uh, Tom and Sam, and Sam next week. Uh, then we got right into Jesus, Marnie, Lafayette, and Tara, and her Marnie literally going, "I don't know what happened. I have no idea." Blah blah blah, and everybody else being like, "I'm getting the heck out of here." And talk about the flashbacks with yeah. these characters. Crazy, and they're just like boatloads of information that you're like sitting there. Okay, like I should dig this. Like because basically, what we learned from Marnie uh-huh. is like she flashed back into a prison cell. Yeah, and she ends up realizing like that this woman was f- the woman who's like possessing her mm-hmm. was fed on by vampires that were priests. Yes, so sexy, just sexy vampire priests. Awesome. So much I wanted, but I just want to know more because now they're, like, giving us more information. And I'm wondering, like, did this woman, like this uh, whatever she is, sorcerer, Wiccan lady, was she, like, completely wronged? Like, was she, like, innocent and just brought in to be fed on? Or Mm -hmm. was she, like, an evil person and the vampires were trying to get rid of her? Yeah. Like, I'm wondering who's the, like— good person in that old situation because mm-hmm. it's kind of going to change my opinion on what the sorcerer is doing you know yeah i mean the sorcerer that's taking over marnie mm-hmm. they kind of need to explain a little bit more of what's going on mm-hmm. because it's such a gradual build of like oh this happened and oh this happened and like, give me a little bit more because every time Marnie comes up now, I'm like, oh, we're going to just see the same exact thing again. And we're not going to learn anything new. So I, I just want it to happen a little faster. Yeah, because they're taking like one a little bit of information each episode. Like, la, I think it was last episode of the episode before mm-hmm. we saw the woman burning on a cross. Right. This episode seems to be a flashback before. Before that, that, maybe. Where she was, like, in a prison being fed on by priests. And then we also hear a story about her, I think. Mm-hmm. I think it's about her. About how um, there was a woman who got all these vampires to come out into the daylight, which obviously made most of them burn to death. Yeah. So there's a lot everywhere, but they do need – they need, like, one big, long story just to mm-hmm. put all the dots together because yeah. they're kind of – all over the place. Yeah, and there's so many characters now that it's it's hard to do that in an hour. Mm-hmm. So I almost wish that they would extend it to an hour and a half or two hours because I want to know more about my characters. Mm-hmm. So just, you know, a little bit more would be nice. Um, and then Lafayette and Jesus decide they're going to take off to Mexico. Mm-hmm. And they get into it a little bit before leaving. And then we get the flashback of what happened with Jesus and what happened with his grandfather, which was a a buco, a buku or something like something that. Something like that, which is basically a shaman. Yes. And has mysterious great power. Yes. 
And all we know is he killed a goat, and that made him feel powerful. And licked the knife. And licked the knife. Delicious goat blood. Mm. Yeah. So something's yeah. going on there. <laughs> um, I remember there was a line in the in that flashback of the, I think it was the grandfather saying, like, take the spirit inside of you. Mm-hmm. So I'm wondering. Lots what, of possession. Yeah, I'm wondering, like, if the goat, if it's actually like a goat spirit inside of him. <laughs> or <laughs> <laughs> or something. I really wondered because I was like, I was like, well, that's a little extreme. Take yeah. the goat spirit inside of you. I like so, to eat cans. So, so. Um, that's going to be interesting mm-hmm. that they flee all the way back there, and we did see we did see it. Them end up actually arriving. They'll let in the pencil, mm-hmm. <laughs> and the grandfather completely expected them to show up. Yeah. Which, you know, anything's possible. It's true blood. and yeah. If you're a very powerful shaman, I guess you see these things. They like to show you, like, a different place every time. It's like uh, they went to Texas for a while, and they hung out there for a whole season, basically. And now we're in Mexico, and I have a feeling there's going to be a lot of time spent in Mexico. Probably. Um, and I don't know how this relationship's going to turn, uh, turn out between um, Jesus and his grandfather because they have such a history It'll be very interesting to see, you know, if he's okay with it, if he feels bad for what Jesus and Lafayette are going through, if he cares that his son is, uh, this is his boyfriend. You know, it's going to be interesting to see that relationship. I would agree with you because definitely if I were to look at this from like a real life thing, which you can't really... But like in real life, not like a families are showing up and you haven't seen the person since they were nine, but you knew they were coming. Yeah. You're automatically going to get some drama. Like yeah. there's some there's going to be conflicts about how the paths went or something. Uh huh. So I'm thinking it's going to be bad and I'm thinking it's going to be bad for Lafayette. Yeah. Just because I mean, did he expect Lafayette to be there, too? Uh, I don't know. Who I, knows? And I think that Lafayette might learn more about his own powers down there. Which will be nice to see as well. But then we're losing Lafayette as a normal person, which I kind of like him as he is. But, mm-hmm. um, you know, maybe maybe it'll turn out okay. You know, maybe it'll be good. Uh, Terry and Arlene. Oh, my gosh. They heard, like, the humor in every episode. They're the humor, but then there's also, like, so much, like... During their scenes, I think you might have been feeling it too. I, we were, I was like, "What's yeah. gonna happen? <laughs> Something bad's gonna happen to the happy couple." <laughs> Why do they make me feel like I'm gonna have like somebody like come in my house? I, I don't know why I feel that way, but every time I'm like watching their scene, I'm just waiting for the creepy thing to happen. Like, it's because deep down they think it too. I mean, Arlene the has a whole like crazy demon baby, which is why they get crazy. the house saged in this episode. <laughs> By Tara's reformed mother. Yes, reformed mother, not so much. She's been married to like six different like uh, characters in this. No, they and they went through her story before. How she always likes to marry the um, uh, would it be the priest? Yeah, oh, the clergyman. Different, yeah, different clergymen. She likes to marry them all, thinking that that's going to save oh, I her. I didn't remember that. So I'm wondering you know, when Tara finds out. Uh, if she's going to be like, oh, another one. Great. Awesome. That's not going to save you either. Uh, she did look healthier, though. She did look healthier. So crazy, but healthy. Yes. And her hair was different, which was nice. Um, but <laughs> just Terry and Arlene talking about how they're going to bring God in the house and how they're going to fix everything and they love love. And uh, it's just you know, talking about Renee coming back. And I don't mm. think this has anything to do with Renee. I think it has everything to do with the baby. Do you think that the baby is the one who actually wrote on the wall? Yes, I do. I have no idea about that. I have no idea who wrote, like, baby, not yours on the wall. Like mm-hmm. that, I feel like it's going to be some weird twist where, like, there's going to be some random, like, other person that we've never met before. Uh-huh. And they're the one writing. Or, or Renee's in the baby, the, like, the scary doll baby. The scary doll baby. <laughs> The fake baby that's from Jessica. How scary is that baby? Both babies. The real baby and the creepy gray-looking baby. Oh, see, I don't think the real baby's scary. I find the real baby so scary. That's why you believe it's <laughs> it. I do. Because I find that baby, like, I'm afraid that the baby's going to start walking and, like, being creepy. And I'm, ah! Every- but, see, I have this weird thing with babies anyways. 
And I I swear, it's because when my sister was a little kid, she liked to torment me and she'd walk down the hall all creepy and like be weird. And just because she knew I'd start screaming and run away. So now that's why you're so little children scare me sometimes because I'm afraid that they're going to be creepy. And what comes out of their mouth sometimes is kind of scary because they they know things. And it's like, how do you know that? That is true. Children have an uncanny ability to be able to be like. Oh, and this, this, and this, and you're like, ah, it's creepy. <laughs> I don't like it. <laughs> you're like, were you sitting here for the past hour? What happened? Yeah. Or they'll be like doing other stuff and like you think that they're not paying any attention and then all of a sudden they come out with something and you're like, eh, I don't like it. You're a creepy baby. But um, this is why you believe that Arlene's baby is actually creepy. I, I do. <laughs> I find it creepy. I don't like those. Every time those seeds come up, I'm like, no. And my skin's crawling. And I'm like, this. And yeah. I uh, definitely felt that way in um, Arlene and Terry's bedroom scene, which actually ended up being pretty okay, except for the very, very, very last instant when a bunch of matches just lit went on, on fire. fire. Yeah. And that and was that's weird. It. Yeah, that was weird. And then I love how when they were panning, when they were pulling back, and you saw that round figure, and you automatically thought that it was the creepy baby, st- like, standing there. And then you're like, oh, no, that's not it. And you're like, oh, everything's okay. Just a pan backwards. And then matches. Yeah. Like, that was heck? funny. It was like an apple or something. That yeah. Yeah. And yeah. I really thought that it was the creepy baby head. I don't like that baby. That baby's bad, bad baby. Uh, and obviously, so now we have to worry about what's going to happen in the future because there's that. Did the fire go out? No. I don't think it did because no. I was thinking, is it going to light the house on fire? I think it lit the house on fire. Prediction. Yeah, um, which might be okay. Maybe if the house is gone, maybe they'll be okay after that. Maybe the creepy baby will burn. No, the the creepy toy baby. Not creepy the- toy baby. <laughs> I didn't. I meant the creepy toy baby. I did not mean the, the real baby. 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 <laughs> those are the whole thing. You do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its you owners. Or trouble. You knew what I meant. <laughs> yes, I did. <laughs> oh, and Godric came back for a second until he turned creepy and evil because yeah. Godric was never evil before. No, and that that kind of was sad to me. Yeah. I don't know why. It kind of felt like they, I was. His memory was being tarnished because I upheld them as like really peaceful, like one with the earth vampire. Godric was one of my favorite characters. Yeah, and then in this one, he's like trying to get Eric to bite Sookie in a dream. Bite her, bite her. You know you want to natural Just instinct. Bite her. She tastes delicious. You know it. Exactly. <laughs> it's like wine punch. Um, no, I mean. <sighs> I don't know. I didn't like that. And why do they always kill off the characters I like? Like Godric. And like what's-his-face in the last episode that was, um, oh, gosh. Oh, come on. Not, okay, the king's boy. The king's boy. Oh, oh, the yes. um, last season. Last name. season, yeah. You're talking about, and he has his wine. Yes, he's, he's always, a, like, a, makes his it. food. And he makes his food, and he likes his, his curtains to be fabulous. Oh, my and goodness. Him. I'm totally forgetting. Why did they kill him the off? The fabulous, fabulous, like, hostess. Yes. Host man was, was wonderful. Mm-hmm. He was so sexy as well. I, I, I don't know why they have to make all the men so attractive <laughs> in this. It's like... They just only pick the hot ones. Um, and then he he wakes up from that dream, and then he comes down, uh, or upstairs, I guess it would be, and finds Sookie, and then they end up in bed together. Yeah, but just laying, and he's like, Eric acts like a girl, and I personally love the point where he's like, can I just stay here? And then he, like, pulls her arm over him to like a spoon and she's like the big spoon and he's like the little spoon <laughs> you know i'm always the big spoon like why does that happen to me are you the one whose arm gets I'm grabbed always, i'm always the big spoon i'm always the one that's like okay i'll come over here and hold on to you oh no i'm the little spoon because i'm like a, i like curl up and i'm like oh i'm comfortable does this make me not a girl maybe i'm no, just he's a girl <laughs> It just makes you the, the comforting one. Uh, I'm the comfortable one. Yeah, well, that's all right. It doesn't bother me. But, um, and Eric was so cute. Mm-hmm. So cute. And crying. <laughs> Why are you crying? Well, Godric meant a lot to you. 
Yeah. And he's like, he's like, I don't know how you can be so sad over someone you don't remember or something uh-huh. like that. So, and he, but that, can I talk about my favorite part of the yes, episode? Yes, of course. And so, of course, after this cuddling session, um, a little while later, after Eric thinks he's a terrible person and Suki convinces him, tries to convince him that he's not. They end up kissing mm-hmm. at the end of the episode. Yes. And that's how Suki gets him to stay in. And I was so happy. I was, I didn't know how I was going to react. Oh, you do not seem happy. I was not. I, I was happy. I'm so mad because I like their tension. I, I'm sorry. I like, I like when he was like manhandling her. I just, you know, I, you have to wimpy man. No, I can't do it. I just, it's cute and it's nice to fall in love with that. But I almost wish once he stepped out the door, something changed, and she's and like, "No, stay." And then he turned around and he just pretended he was still Eric Northman. I forgot everything. I'm a little baby Eric. But he was really Eric Northman, I'm going to torture people. I wish that when he walked outside, something happened to him. He became himself again. She said, no, stay. He walked back over like nothing. And then you see like a glint. And then you see glint. And then you see, and he just takes her. I'm sorry. That would have been an interesting twist. I'll give you that. That would have thrown me like I would have just loved it. Like, I want to see... I like their their relationship before. I mean, it's cute to see him fall in love this way. That's fine. But, like, I don't know. You want him to be old, Eric. I do. I and if they're going to have anything, you want him to be older. I do. That's understandable. I, I, I like that. that better. I mean, you know, I just, I just see, do. I'm just I like, like the kind of fine with them just, like, being together. So I'm like, whatever happens. Like, yeah, whatever happens, happens. It's fine. Yeah. I don't know. I'm hoping that he goes back to normal Eric soon. And, I mean, he has to. He, I don't think they can keep him this yeah. way. And um, we, we got to see all kinds of funness with uh, Jason and Jessica and Hoyt. I mean, this episode was, I mean, it focused on him a lot, actually. Because Jessica and Hoyt, you get to see, they they rescue Jason and, and Jessica gives Jason her blood. And then she fakes and says that she's just tired. But <laughs> what do you think that was? She sniffed him and then it was weird. Is he fooling around on her? Is that what she's smelling? I don't know. What is that? To me, it was just the guilt of when she glamoured him. Like, that's the only thing I could think of. Like, she feels guilty over when she, like, remember a couple weeks ago yeah. when she, like, or something? Because that was weird to me, too, and that's the only thing I could think of. And then also about, like, the dream. I know that's probably because he had her blood, and once you have a vampire's blood, oh, you start then, dreaming about yeah. them for a bit, and you feel like a sexual attraction to them. Uh-huh. So that's where I think the dream came from. I don't know if that works the other way, that maybe he drank her blood, so he feels... I don't know. Yes. I think, does it work that way? I think it might work that way, and because she only was drinking on Hoyt for so long, maybe that's why Hoyt's in there, too. I mean... Uh, I, I just... I mean, with with Jessica and Hoy, I almost feel like their storyline is ending. You know, I feel like it's on a gradual way of ending. And I have a feeling that Jason and Jessica might have some real tension. And them two together will be the hotness. Yay! They would be good together. I'm thinking that they had this storyline, but it got so detached Mm-hmm. From everyone else. Yeah. Like, there's nothing to pull it back in. Right. They kind of tried to use Fantasia to pull it in for mm-hmm. an episode. Eh. That didn't do it. And now I feel like they're going to Jason to maybe pull it in. But they need to somehow connect Jessica and Hoyt back to the like the, the main story. major politics. Because right now, Jessica and Hoyt could live their lives and not talk to anyone, pretty much. Yeah. And but now that now that Jason's back, I don't think they could. Exactly. Because so. and and then you also got that um, when Suki and Marnie were together, where they brought in the grandmother, and the grandmother's like protect Jason. So that's mm-hmm. going to bring Jason closer to Suki. And I'm hoping that Jessica goes to Suki to talk about what's going on. That would be good. I think that that would bring everything back together because now Suki. 
Um, I'm jumping ahead again. But Suki is going to need somebody to go to to talk about Tara and also to talk about Eric. And so Jessica would be perfect for that. Suki does need a new friend. She needs a new friend. I mean, her one friend is just kind of. Her um, one friend just went running out the door screaming F you. Yeah. And are you okay? I I am. I'm working out a lot lately and everything hurts right now. I'm in pain. (laughs) I'm in pain. Yeah, but so like she doesn't have material. Went fleeing out the door. Yeah. She's leaving. Yeah. And doesn't want to have anything to do with her pretty much. Yeah. Called her a hypocrite. And Uh so Sookie needs a friend. Sookie needs a friend. So I hope that, that, you know, that happens. And then it's so sad whenever you say, love you. And the other person's like, yeah, I got other stuff to do. La, la, la. It makes you feel yeah. like poop. Yeah. <laughs> Why are you doing this to me? It totally switched my feelings around in that scene because originally when like she like backed away out of his uh-huh. kiss, I was like, oh, poor Hoyt. And then all of a sudden she's the one saying I love you and he's not. And I was like, oh, poor Jessica. Yeah, I felt like I was on a roller coaster in that scene. Mm. It was craziness. Portia and Bill, um, the... <laughs> incest and he's <laughs> this is hilarious and you know that bill is just going to be horny now and so it's going to make him even more crazy okay. when he finds out about Suki and um eric and which i think is hilarious and um portia basically can never work with bill again because now she's scared to death of him glamored and glamored which i thought was a little over the top yes like i feel like you don't want someone who's isn't she involved in politics or something i feel like you don't want someone involved in politics like screaming (laughs) every time she sees you right because then when she has to work at an event that he's at she'll see him and be like "Ah, bye although it could be kind of funny (laughs) (laughs) it might be humorous yes that could work um and then pam shows up with her crazy face I'm I'm not happy about the ugly thing. She just I need her to have her face. I do too. It's it's Pam. Pam needs her face. Give it back. And she needs her amazing outfits, not with that thing over her head. And I'm sorry, I watch sometimes every week just to see her Dolce and Gabbana outfits or her Burberry jackets that are amazing. Or yeah, I, I just need her back. It's almost like yeah, Alexander McQueen is gone, but I get to see different flashes of Alexander McQueen in Pam. And right now I'm not getting to see that. And she's just so, like, Pam is the one person on the show who can just be so, so mean and you still absolutely love her. Yes. Like, she, I have such a connection to her, even though she is just, like, uh-huh. evil. Uh-huh. But she's Well, maybe she's you are evil. evil. <laughs> it's okay. No, but, and she's, <laughs> but she's, like, pretty evil. Uh, she just needs her face back. We need to get the witches and get <laughs> I do want her face back um, bad. And she's one of those people. I always have this uh, comment. If you are a um, witch with a bee and you're always a witch with a bee, then I don't care. Because I know what I'm going to expect. I know that that's what you're going to be. And that's totally fine with me. But if you're only sometimes a biatch, then I don't know what I'm going to and get. Like, what's going to happen? Exactly. Yeah. What, what's Pam, going you know on? You're getting, you know what you know you're getting. You know to be like prepared. And prepared yes. to get in I want to know how old she is. She is got a banging body and she's incredible. Incredible to look at. I don't know. I'd have to look at. I'm up. curious how old she is. Um <laughs> The uh, when Jason, um, this is one more thing I wanted to touch on. When Jason and Hoyt were sitting there talking about, oh, I had bad sex, and and then Hoyt's like, yeah, well, I'm not having any sex because of this, and, and Jason's like, uh, I don't think that your sex was quite as bad as mine, um, but it's nice to see that relationship because that it's they're bringing so it all. friends yeah. and still, yeah, and, and the full moon's coming. Which will be in next episode, and that has to do something. You know, they brought it up so much. I think it. I think it's going to affect Jason. I also think it's going to affect Marnie with the possession thing. Really, I could just see it happening uh-huh. just because the other Wiccan girl mentioned that the full moon is making her feel weird. I just feel like it has to affect more than one person. Yes. So, I'm thinking it maybe maybe affecting Marnie and the possession thing. Yeah. Cool. Mm-hmm. Cool, cool. Um, and then Suki and Marnie going uh, and uh, having her, uh, what was it? Ho- not horoscope. Uh, her, like uh, a reading, reading some yeah. reading. <clears throat> and Grand's voice coming yes. in through Marnie's mind. 
And poor, uh, poor Sookie, because now Grand's like, no, Eric, no, Eric Northman, stay far, far away, get away. And it only makes you want to go there more. As soon as your parents or your grandparents are like, no, don't do that, you're like, yay, this is awesome, let's do it. <sighs> so, yeah, I don't know if anybody else has experienced that But she that did before. take her advice for running out <laughs> for the door running. real quick. Oh, you know. 50-50. Yeah. Take one, leave yeah. one. Yeah. You know, you know. woman's dangerous. Okay, I got it. I'll, I'll leave. This one's going to break your heart. But that's okay. I got more hearts. What? You know, she got 50%. 50%. That's good. And then uh, Marnie got abducted shortly after that. And um, I, I'm wondering if the reason why she had that flashback is because she was in a cell as well. And maybe that's how, um, maybe soon after that is when the witches got out of the cell and maybe they use that particular spell to make it out of the cell. The one that uh, had the vampires go out into the daylight. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's how they escape from prison. And maybe that's why they're giving us that hint of prison. I don't know. I definitely, there's definitely the symmetry there. And I thought that's why they brought up too, like similar mm-hmm. situations, both locked rooms, both held hostage by vampires kind of. Yes. So I think it was like that. I'm not sure what the reasoning was. That could be a good figure. I had no idea. I was like, and I was really confused mm-hmm. because just after that flashback is when Bill went in to the mm-hmm. room. And I was like, obviously, if this is a similar situation, why wouldn't the crazy lady come out? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's the exact same thing. Like, how could he get so close to glamour her? But he didn't leave. He was still in there when we left the the episode. Oh. So he was still there. So, I mean, he had turned to Pam and said, sorry, dude, shit out of luck, and went back, and then that was it. You're right. So, no, no, it wasn't, because then they were in the um, in the circle with the with the sheriffs. Were they not? Back. Was, was that it, after or was before? Was it before or after? Was the sheriffs before or after? Let's think. Um, After, because that was the last scene, because that's when he found out about Eric. So yeah. he did get out okay, of the cell. Okay, so he did get out of the cell. And so I, that's weird. I don't under, yeah, and I don't understand why. Like, how did he get so close to glamour her, and how is it okay? How did the crazy spirit not come out and react to that? Well, maybe it was the wrong situation at the time. Maybe, maybe they needed something else, or maybe Bill is not... Threatening enough? Maybe not threatening enough, or maybe they need Bill... For whatever they're planning in the future. Maybe. Because Bill is the one thing that's keeping everybody from hurting the witches. He's like, no, you can't torture them. No, you can't kill them. No, blah, blah, blah. But at this point, I'm ready to kill all the witches because they're annoying. That's just my opinion. Or just Marnie with the spirit person. Just just Marnie. That's fine. Yeah. I mean, I want to keep Lafayette because he's like my favorite character. But uh, a lot of the other ones, whatever. Uh, Sookie and Tara um, really having that like intimate conversation and Sookie keeps looking right back. Here. This mm-hmm. is it right here. Keeps looking back and is like, uh-oh, Eric's here. Uh-oh. Why doesn't she just tell her friend? <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Blank. That's Blank. All I could think, though, was like. This is so easy to fix. I mean, right. obviously she's going to freak out a little bit. Tara always freaks out. Right. But you'll be able to calm her down if you tell, tell her. her instead of what you ended up with, which is a friend running out on you. And like Tara made a good point. She calls her hypocrite because the whole conversation was about honesty. Yeah. And about how Tara needs to like tell the truth to her girlfriend. Uh-huh. And it's Suki's like the it's it. like the guy that's always like, "I hate cheating. Cheating's bad. Blah blah blah. Cheating's horrible." Blah, blah, blah. And then all of a sudden, they're the one cheating. Great. Awesome. She's doing the same thing. Yeah, it's the exact same thing. So it was just ridiculous. And yeah. I just want to be like, Suki, really, it's not that difficult. I understand yeah. you have to keep a secret, but if someone's going to come out of the door right now, you kind of just got to say it. And she's, and, and then Tara brought up a good point, too. Would you forgive Bill? Bill? Huh? What, what's going on, Jesse? I have to hurry up. I don't want to hurry up. I'm just going to sit right here and just hog the whole place. That's what's going to happen. I'm just kidding. <laughs> what are you going to do? 
What, yeah. What are you going to do? You're going to come out here and fight me? He's going to start playing you our really, that? really loud. I used to wrestle. <laughs> oh, yeah. Bust our ears. Okay. I didn't mean it. I was just kidding. Okay. So um, we'll go quickly through the rest. Um, we had the creepy nightmare. We talked about that already. Elseed and Marcus, the pack leader. The new pack leader. Eh, boo. Yeah. We did see... I thought I heard in a flash in the next preview. Yes. I think the pack leader, he already came after all seed in this episode. I think mm-hmm. next episode he's going to go after, what's her name? I don't know. I think it starts with a D or something. His basically Alcide's um, girlfriend who is like basically in rehab for being like yeah. a V addict slash whatever. Uh-huh. Slash crazy person. And so I think he is going to actually get her to join the pack and Alcide's not going to be okay with that. And I'm fine with that because I don't really like Alcide and her together. So, And plus, they're setting it up perfectly for Alcide and Eric to have a she's mine, no, she's mine, and I like Suki, and you like Suki, and everybody likes Suki. Well, yeah, they're setting it up for or two of them and them. Uh, which was my favorite. <laughs> I like Snooki. No, I like Suki. Uh, you you don't even know her name. And yeah, so I think that's I think that's everything. That is everything. That's it. So I'll let you go to commercial. I was just kidding. Want to find out what the after buzz is about? Janice is a drama queen. This is the divide that is going to carry the series. Give us a call. 424-256-1729. 424-256-1729. This television, and they want it to be as dramatic as possible. I mean, it's Shakespearean. You never know what goes on behind closed doors. Find out why AfterBuzz TV is the number one source for after-show content. Now, in the eyes of Jimmy, Ducky is a villain. 424-256-1729. 424-256-1729. I mean, who would you guys rather hear that from? Your husband or your best friend? <laughs> the wig! The wig no, will come off. When the TV show is over, get your after buzz on. Wicka, wicka, wicka. Wicka, wicka, wicka. Who am I? Who am I? You're DJ Jesse. I am. Fabulous. Let's get. Oh. Right, let me put these up. There we go. Okay, so. Ooh. Yeah, we got some so nice music. Love this song. This is what you were DJing. It was. Mmm. But I think that it's, it's more called grinding at that point. Probably. Oh, yeah. Oh. Uh-huh. Give it to me. Uh-huh. I want to do bad things with you. Um, this week's special segment, we can talk a little bit about Comic-Con. I just came from there yesterday. Please tell me all about it. I'm, like, such a fan of, like, costumes. I've never been to Comic-Con, but, like, I stalk the Comic-Con photos like all the articles and they watch all the crazy costumes if you were on twitter you would see my photos did you dress up well i kind of dress up i mean i don't i, I know make you up my do own. dress up yeah so. i make up my own like characters and i'm writing a comic book right now so like uh, i i love costumes i love superheroes i'm supposed to be one in my next life when you, you know genetics change and you know something happens but um, I wore this polka dot crazy outfit with a big tutu and, like, a big flower in my hair. And my hair was, like, this big. And, yeah, it was amazing. I signed autographs and talked to people. And then um, the next day, I went as, like, a tough chick, wrestler chick, I guess. And I wore, like, a little bitty top and little bitty shorts and fishnets and high heels and all that jazz. Yeah, you know, just just had to bring it all out. But um, it was it was amazing. I mean, I walked the floor and I bought comic books that were SpongeBob's brand new comic books signed by the writer of SpongeBob. So fun. I bought a set for my sister. Mom, if you're watching, please don't tell her. Um, so that was that was really cool. I bought Walking Dead comics. Oh, you just were going all out over I there. I did. Right I bought an original, and I hope you're not watching right now, but I bought an original Gremlin um, bobblehead. It was so funny. I saw it, and I was like, oh, my gosh, that's amazing. And it was Stripe, which I, I like Stripe. So um, I bought that. I bought uh, toys for some so, and a couple of kids, and, and it was just, it was so cool. And then the whole time, there's people dressed up. Like, mm-hmm. you see 85 Darth Vaders, and then you— Any s- True Bloods? 
uh, there was no True Bloods that I seen, but they had a panel. So you could go and watch people from True Blood that were all talking about it. I really think that After Buzz should do the show from Comic-Con. The only problem is, is it is like five years to get in. It is booked up for five years. And it was so much better this year than it was last year. Because of the economy and everything, everything is starting to build back up again. Mm-hmm. There was more people there. There, I think, what is it they say? There's 200,000 people that go through there. I mean, every single hotel is booked up. But my hotel had this incredible um, shuttle service that took me and back Maria? and forth. Yeah. What? Do you know why we didn't get into Comic-Con this year for After Buzz? I, I'm sorry. Why? Your friend Ian Kaiser wouldn't put in the request. He didn't even <laughs> no. try. Ian, seriously. For those of you who don't know Ian, Ian works for us. He's a producer on our movies um, that we do with our AfterBuzz people. And Ian can be heard on the Jersey Shore as well as other shows. Yeah. And uh, we call him Ian Kaiser Sose, but he is afraid of commitment. And he would not get us to Comic-Con. What if we bake him, like, brownies or something? Will that cut it? I don't think so. Are, Are you kidding me? This is why we could not have – next year, we're going to get in. Next year, we are going to, like, do something. Get on it. Ian, if you are listening right now, and hopefully now Phil and Jesse will make you listen, we need to get into Comic-Con because it's awesome. I mean, everybody's there. Everybody who's anybody is there. I mean, there was – there was hosts from Spike walking around doing interviews with people. All the geek channels all had somebody. And the difference between a geek and a nerd, I um, decided, is a geek is more tech savvy than a nerd is. So a nerd loves the comic books, the the characters, the action figures, blah blah blah. The nerd is, or sorry, the geek is the one that's tech savvy. Like the Best Buy and the Geek Squad <clears throat> thing. Exactly. Gotcha. Uh-huh. That's what I figured out um, this weekend as well. Uh, it was it was incredible. Check out my Twitter for photos that I had posted. I, I'm actually looking at them right now. Uh, They're amazing. Thank you. So please follow Maria. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I and that's Maria L. Canellis. L. Canellis. Yeah. Canellis, as in K A N E L L I S. You are amazing. Absolutely amazing. Um, But it's a great event. I'm going to go again next year. But next year, I'm planning on going on Thursday and just hanging out all day. And then on Friday, I'm sure there's so much you can do there. You can hang out there forever. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So it's a whole week? Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. I was just there on Friday and um, Saturday because I wanted to come back and be able to be here. And next week we have a special guest coming in. I'm so excited. And I'm bringing pizza and brownies. Funny you mentioned that. Um, So, yes, I'm bringing pizza in from my favorite pizza joint. So I hope everybody is good with cheese and pepperoni. Yes. Excellent. Fabulous. So other girls that are supposed to be here, please show up because I'm bringing food. So I will bribe don't, you with Don't food. show up so that we can have <laughs> extra food. Move Family. over there. Move me. Uh, <laughs> so funny. But, yeah, so many exciting things coming up. I'm really um, I'm excited to see where After Buzz is going, and hopefully After Buzz will be going to Comic-Con. Is there anything in Maria Menudos' book about how to get into Comic-Con? Just being Maria Menudos. Just, uh-huh. just being Maria Menudos. <laughs> Turn into Maria Menudos you can get and into you will go. Good. <laughs> but I Make did, sure. Actually, it's funny you said that. I heard a really horrible story. Ladies and gentlemen, do not use fake press passes to get into Comic-Con. Why? It will not let you in. No, and, they won't. And you will get in trouble, and then you'll be banned out of... Um, it doesn't matter who you are. No. There was a guy that was sitting right behind me that he was... Um, he worked for Nickelodeon... As one of, like, the content supervisors could not get in. And he had to get, like, new passes. <laughs> well, I feel like if you dress like Maria Canellis did at the Comic-Con, you could probably get in for free. No. There was a lady at the door that's like, where's your pass? And I'm like, does it go with my outfit? And she's like, I don't care. And I was going through my bag, like, throwing everything. And that was my interpretation of you, just so you know. There you go. <laughs> Why don't we get some predictions? All right. We got any music or are we just going straight in? Oh, oh there it comes. I knew it was coming. Now, 
That's what she said. <laughs> okay, so let's see. I feel like we went over a lot of the predictions kind of like in a yes. show. I think we predicted that the house was going to set on fire yes. at Arlene's. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm predicting that there's going to be some chaos in Mexico. I do think that it looked like there's some flashes of like animal transformation or something. We've the seen animal face. stuff before, so maybe again. Maybe again, but this one looked weirder. I wasn't sure if it was like a mask yeah, or just the face. The teeth is all creepy. Get your Messed teeth Messed up. Uh, yeah. Definitely think Bill's walking in on Sookie and Eric. Oh, yeah. Do you think that, I mean, they can't kill Eric, of course, but do you think that Bill will want to kill Eric? Yes. Because they said that he's going to get the true death. Do you think that the politics and that politician, whatever her name the is, lady. is going to protect him? Yes. I think so, too. Because, yeah, I definitely do. I mean, Eric has been used by that lady before. Mm-hmm. She He did an interview on camera for them. Yes. And I think she likes him, and I think she's going to save him. Uh-huh. Um, I don't think they can't. They're not going to kill him. Do you think Pam's face is going to be fixed anytime soon? It better be fixed. <laughs> Look how bad she is. No. <laughs> it's getting fixed. <laughs> End of the story. Get your fixed, face done. Let's see if there's anything else. What do you think is going to happen with Jessica and Hoyt? Um, I think that they're on a downward spiral. Spiral. Can you fix my mouth, too, please? Because something's happening. (laughs) Something's going on between here and here. It's not connecting. Um, I think that Jessica and Hoyt are on a downward spiral. There we go. And I think that Jason and Jessica are going to have something. JJ, baby. JJ. There you go. And then they're going to have little um, panther vampire babies. Does that mean you think he's a panther then? I do think he's a panther. Full moon? Uh, Full moon. I think he's going to be definitely a panther. Um, I also think, and this is what I was going to ask you your prediction about, do you think that bits and pieces of Tommy's and Sam's uh, parents are going to show up somewhere? Ooh, I hadn't really thought about that. Um, I think they could. If mm-hmm. it's brought, she's gonna go to Andy, and Andy's gonna be like crazy and not know what to do with them. Yeah, I don't think that they'll end up getting in trouble though for it. No, they won't get in trouble. Yeah, and even if they did, I think Tommy would break out. And yeah, they'll turn into again. an ant. An ant. I'm a little ant. Don't step on me, please. Exactly. I don't like it. It's not an aunt. It's an ant. Apparently. Um, <laughs> I think an aunt is a person. <laughs> I don't say that. I was having this conversation with somebody the other day. I was like, I do not use the word aunt. I use the word aunt. I I, don't. The same. I use like all of them for boring. You're boring. Sorry. Your your kidding. conversations are boring. Actually, aunt and aunt. It depends on the uh, first letter of their name of what you use. What? Yeah, like you can say Auntie Faye, Auntie. Uh, okay. Auntie. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, well, uh, that's amazing. Okay. I, I'm going to look Mr. it up. Mr. Etiquette? Uh-huh. All right. Well, uh, well, Phil's wrapping you guys up now. Yeah, he is. I know. That's okay. I don't really feel like doing this anymore anyways. There we go. Guess we're getting kicked Thanks off. Thanks for joining us. See you later. Just storm the set. From producers Kevin Undergaro and Phil Svitek, engineer DJ Jesse Janity, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. If you have questions or comments, be sure to buzz us at info at AfterBuzzTV.com. And you can find us on Facebook or follow us on Twitter by searching for AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later! The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.